John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I'm thirsty. (laughs) Talking to John over... Oh, we're on Zoom, we're being modern. Talking to John over Zoom. Right, are you ready, yeah? Gets to his line and he picks up his cup and has a big swig. Oh, no, I said my line and then I was going to have a drink. All I have to say is this is... uh, He is Sam and that's it. I don't think you are leaving yourself enough time between the... uh... I was thirsty. I had a big night last night. Anyway, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. The international... John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's the 51st episode and the worst opening we've ever had. <laughs> you think we'd be, be good at it by now. But listeners, I would like you all to uh, send your love to John because this month, just a week or two ago, he turned the big 4-0. Yeah. 40 years old. Happy birthday, John. Yeah, definitely uh, one of the most rubbish birthdays I've ever had. <laughs> as, if, as if being 40 is not sort of depressing enough. Having the 40th birthday party when you're uh, in the middle of a global pandemic was, yeah, shit, basically. <laughs> Did you manage to celebrate in some way? I got absolutely <laughs> shit-faced. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was going to be the answer. But it was depressing. <laughs> it was, well, basically what I did was, I was quite restrained, as in, I didn't start drinking till probably about six or seven o'clock. Uh, not bad for a 40th birthday. Yeah, I know. My mum decided she wanted to celebrate so she started drinking <laughs> I, uh, any excuse <laughs> yeah and then she made us there's me my mum my dad and my daughter she made us watch her favorite film oh let me have a guess let me have a guess oh you'll you'll definitely never get it oh okay never it's a comedy <laughs> It's probably one of those films that's got about five on IMDb. Uh, <laughs> made in 1991 with Martin Short and Danny Glover. Oh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely struggling for that one. What's it called? Yeah, it's a film called, it's called Pure Luck. It's about this guy who's like the unluckiest guy in the world and he's got to go and find this woman who's the unluckiest woman in the world. My mum loves it, so she made us watch it. So I had to pay £3.49 on Amazon to rent it. And then she spent the whole movie going, oh, this bit's brilliant, this bit's great, this bit's brilliant. Emma, watch this bit. And uh, that was quite annoying. So at that (laughs) point, my dad decided he needed to start drinking. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the domino effect. (laughs) And then I started to, yeah, I needed to ramp it up a bit. So I sat there watching that on my 40th birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a slightly uh, sort of downbeat vibe you had going on then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't as much fun as I imagined it was going to be. Having turned 40, have you uh, gained any wisdom you'd like to share with uh, everybody? No, uh, just no. 
Just, yeah, I just, I don't know. And to be no. honest, I don't even consider myself to be 40. Until I've had a massive party, I'm just pretending it's not happening. It's strange because you're both younger than 40 and older than 40 because obviously in your mental state, you're much, much younger than 40. But in terms of uh, how close you are to death, you're much older than 40. Yeah. <laughs> My physical appearance. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was nice to get a load of messages from people around the world saying, congratulations, you're 40. I always like it when people just send really horrible ones for no reason. <laughs> so, you know, there's a list of people going, happy birthday, happy birthday, you know, congratulations. And then someone just says something really offensive, like, oh, God, I'm glad you're nearly dead, you c- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're they're and they're the real friends. Yeah, well they are. I remember uh, my friend Ollie. He um, when my granddad died, I'd kind of made a snap decision to quickly go back to England to go to a funeral, and I kind of put to a group of friends. I said, "Oh, my granddad died. You know, I'm going to go back to England." And he just replied, "Yes, that's great news." Because <laughs> uh, because he was in England. No, no, just he was being an asshole. <laughs> We just said, oh, I thought it'd make you laugh. I was like, well, yeah, it did. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a risk. It's a gamble, that one. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> anyway, how about what's been going on with you in this well, lockdown? Well, I've had the, the last couple of weeks have been, like, crazy busy at work because we uh, work in a uh, small English conversation school and we've had to close due to the corona thing. And then we've moved, the majority of our teaching now is online. Well, all of the teaching is online. The majority of the students did the online lessons. But all that meant was it meant I had to phone up hundreds and hundreds of people and explain to them how to get <laughs> onto the online system and what was happening with the, uh, the thing. And a lot sometimes it went very smoothly and it was fine. There was no problems. But <laughs> some of our students are quite elderly and trying to explain to them about online systems <laughs> has definitely taken years off my life. <laughs> yeah. You call them up and you say, oh, you know, oh, we're doing online lessons now. And they say, oh, yeah, we're in I mean, I'm interested. And then you say, OK, do you have a smartphone? And they're like, what's a smartphone? You say, well, what, what are you holding in your hand at the moment? <laughs> like, oh, yes, my, my telephone. <laughs> oh, yes, your telephone. And it's like these kind of conversations where you think, well, it's, oh, it's just easier just to see you in June, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you survive. <laughs> and that could refer to either m- m- me or them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, but it's fun teaching the uh, teaching the the students online. It is fun, and you get kind of like a, a glimpse into their into their lives a little bit more than you normally would. One of the uh, one of the guys I work with, he was teaching one, and the kid's dad walked past in the background just wearing his pants, <laughs> obviously <laughs> oblivious that he was going to be uh, <laughs> on camera. <laughs> Did you take a screenshot? <laughs> no, 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 no. Very professional over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's been me. <laughs> it's just boring, isn't it, this <laughs> pandemic? Well, it, I'm, I'm glad I've got you to talk to. <laughs> yeah. My cousin messaged me the other day saying, how many people do you reckon are going to die once the lockdown gets uh, taken off? <laughs> so that first Friday night at the pubs, there's just going to be people dead lying in the gutter like non-corona related deaths yeah exactly yeah just 
People just going insane. The, I tell you what, the police are not looking forward to that first Friday night, are they? No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's on today's show then? We have a very infectious show for you. We have all the usual shenanigans, but also we have, for the first time, a, a very, very special guest who is going to be on the show live, pro- providing that everything goes smoothly with technology, which is definitely not guaranteed. Uh, but of course, <laughs> first, this. This is JNSNJ News. Time for the news. John, what have you got for me? Uh, So this is from the Metro uh, on the 14th of April. And uh, it says it's kind of um, similar to a story we've had on before. Do you remember the woman who was dating an aeroplane? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. So this is a a British one. Um, So it says woman dating a what has discrimination case thrown out. What do we think she was dating? Right. So she's she's dating some sort of inanimate object um yeah. so okay would you say the last one we had on i think that woman was german maybe the the airplane one was yeah would you say this is more or less weird than the airplane fetish lady on a par it's just bonkers okay i'm gonna go <laughs> they both need shooting <laughs> i would say that she has been uh in a relationship with uh, a car, which I think might have been my guess last time. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this is a, an object which you find in some people's houses, basically rich people's houses, if you've got a big house. Do you want another guess? Uh, another guess. Uh, ride on lawnmower. <laughs> right. Uh, it's not a vehicle. Um, you wouldn't you wouldn't really have a lawnmower inside your house because that'd be weird. Um, no, I thought. If you look, <laughs> I thought I thought that as. As I was saying it. <laughs> if you look, what's above my head? Oh, a chandelier. Yes. So uh, <laughs> so I'll read you a bit of the story. So a woman who claims to be in a relationship with a 92-year-old chandelier. So she's it's even she likes the older stuff. In danger of the COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it says she's lost her discrimination case against the um, a tabloid newspaper. Her name is Amanda Liberty. She says her sexual orientation (laughs) is an attraction to inanimate objects, which has been described in one academic paper as objectum sexual. Um, So she she talked about her her unusual love story in the media, saying she planned to have a commitment ceremony to... She's given this chandelier a name. The chandelier's name is Lumiere, to show that my love is going to last. So um, the reason this she lost a discrimination case was that uh, a columnist from uh, the tabloid newspaper, Jane Moore, uh, gave her an annual award called the Dagenham Award, which is two stops past barking. That was a bit of a London reference. <laughs> um, saying that she man- married a chandelier-style light fitting and asked whether she was dim and dimmer. <laughs> so uh, this woman complained to the press standards organization say that being awarded the Dagenham award and being referred to as dim and dimmer was uh, against her sexual orientation uh, as she said she said also it contains falsehoods because she was not married to the chandelier but merely in a relationship with it <laughs> technicality your honor yeah 
The newspaper obviously uh, objected, saying that sexual orientation in the context of Clause 12 covered people who were attracted to people of the same sex, the opposite sex, or both, not people who were attracted to objects. Yeah, she lost. The newspaper said it was not aware of any reputable definition of sexual orientation, which included objective sexual. He said, we understand your feelings were hurt, uh, but as far as the actual law goes, uh, it does not cover issues of taste and offence. Newspapers are free to publish information as they they see fit, as long as the editor's uh, code is not otherwise breached. Is she still in the relationship with the chandelier? As of the 14th of April, uh, yes, she uh, yes she is. But I don't know when she'll be able to hold her ceremony. She she, she was arguing in court in court, right? That she wasn't mad. Is that like the basic the the point the crux of the story? That she she was she was a mad she was upset that she'd been ridiculed in a national Labeled newspaper. As mad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I don't. She. I mean, I'm certainly no. F- fan of tabloid newspapers but on the other hand if you're in a relationship with a chandelier you have to accept a certain amount of (laughs) you have to acknowledge that some people might consider that slightly uh eccentric behavior to say the least well yeah well i think the fact that she'd obviously given interviews in the past to a newspaper talking about her relationship with a chandelier means she doesn't really have a leg to stand on if somebody else says, yeah, that's just a bit odd. Not just a bit odd, it's extremely odd. Is the chandelier, I mean, this may or may not be in the article, but is the chandelier attached to the ceiling? Or does it kind of, does she, is it been taken down and she puts it on the, I guess chandelier would probably be placed upon a chaise lounge. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the photo that they've got of her with the chandelier she looks like she's stood on a chair to kiss it hanging off the ceiling. So, right. uh, good old Lumiere. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming it's hanging in her living room. God, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? If you walked past and just looked in her front window and saw a woman stood in a chair fingering herself while kissing a <laughs> chandelier. <laughs> well, you you just have to hope that it was turned on. <laughs> she definitely was (laughs) well if it was turned on she might end up burning her lips (laughs) you understood what I meant by lips didn't you yeah yeah. oh yeah oh god I did now (laughs) (laughs) that was J&S-N-J News Time for something new. Uh, Today we have a very special guest. He's been in Culture Corner before, but today he is live on the show. It's... The connection has gone extremely smoothly. We've managed to connect to him with no troubles whatsoever. Uh, it's Edgar Frank with his uh, special special game for us. Edgar. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello, John and Sam in Japan. Yes, this is Edgar Frank. And I thought that as this is an international comedy podcast, that I would do an international quiz for you, calling it Edgar Frank's Geography Funny Quiz. 
<laughs> are you up for it, lads? Yeah, definitely. Great. Yeah. Great. So, here are the detailed rules. Listen carefully. Um, I'm going to tell you all about a world tour that I went on last year. All of the stories are true stories. I'm going to um, ask a question about my world tour, and all you have to do is answer the question, and the nearest to the correct answer, or, if neither of you know the answer, in my opinion, the funniest wins a point. Are you ready? Yep. I think the, one of the key points there is, in his opinion, the funniest. <laughs> which, 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 could yep. also, which could also mean the shittest. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Uh, yes. As if you've heard co- um, Culture Corner, yes, um, you will see my idea of funny might not match up with the public's. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Are you ready for question one? Yeah. Okay. So um, I live in Japan um, and I thought I'd go on a, a world tour. What stopped me from going from Tokyo to the capital of Cuba for my first part of the trip? Uh, I haven't a clue. <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought you saw the price and you thought they were having a laugh. Oh, <laughs> God, you two are really funny. Um, excellent. I mean, I... <laughs> well, um, yes, I thought that the cost of the flight was 157,000 yen. And I thought, are they having a laugh? <laughs> so um, I think, John, John you, you get half a point for being on the right lines. But Sam, considering it's the first time you ever heard that gag, that was brilliant, <laughs> almost perfect. I'll give you a full point. <laughs> Is that is that really the first time I've heard that joke? No, no. no. <laughs> I use it. I use it most times. I do. Um, I use it most times. I do stand up because I think it's really funny. <laughs> I just got overexcited. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what I didn't mention earlier was that I started my world tour with my girlfriend. However, can you tell me in what two countries did our relationship start to break down and why? Have a guess, lads. Go on, John. You can go first. I went first last time. Nice try. Oh, right. uh, Fucking, yeah, nice try. So, uh, uh, I've got a really good answer, but I'm not quite sure what country this city's in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cities is what I meant, Sam, yeah. So I think the problems really started showing in Krakow. The cracks started showing. <laughs> oh, Krakow, I laugh at that. John, can you beat that hilarious answer by Sam? <laughs> <laughs> um, where did your relationship turn to shit? <laughs> I don't want to steal your jokes, see. Is it Helsinki? Hel- um, why would it be Helsinki? Because uh, her name was Helen and she was too Brilliant. kinky for you. Brilliant. I love the fact that that's a different joke completely that I do. <laughs> um, yes, that, that John, because you actually made... One of my jokes, or you said one of my jokes back to me that was hilarious. You get a point, even though it's completely the wrong answer. <laughs> um, do you want to hear the answer, gentlemen? Yes, um, please. Well, well this, <laughs> oh, yeah. the relationship started going wrong in Vietnam because she really started to annoy me there. Oh, oh. yeah. Um, and by the time we got to the Australian capital, I realised I can't bear her anymore. Oh. Hey. I, I thought I was thinking Australia. I thought it was something to do with she was the Brisbane of my life. <laughs> Very good. Better if I'm honest. That's annoying. Um, so um, after the first round, it's one. Uh, second round, it's one and a half um, points um, each. So yeah, after I dumped her because she was really annoying. Um, the first country I visited on my own was Jordan. 
And when I was at Jordan, because I'm a man of simple tastes, I thought I'd go to a traditional English cafe slash restaurant. Can you tell me what was the best selling dish at said restaurant that I visited in Jordan? So it was an English cafe in Jordan. Yeah. Well, I think it's John's turn to go first. He'll be under the spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) The best selling dish in Jordan. I don't know. How were the Katie prices? Was it expensive? Hey. Dish? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, very British centric, but excellent. <laughs> I don't even know what the capital of Jordan is. Yeah, you see, this is yeah. This tests not just um, punability, but also um, knowledge of ge- geography. Funny knowledge. Sam, do you want to ch- chip in? Oh, I've lost John. Sam, can you hear me? Sam, can you hear me? I I can hear you. John has frozen. Seems like. Yeah, I, you two froze then, didn't you? What was Sam's answer? My, I, well, I haven't had my go yet, but I, Edgar, it seems that he's <laughs> frozen again, so I think it's a good opportunity yeah. for you to tell me the answer and then we can pretend I got it. Okay, the answer is Aman Chips. Excellent, excellent. Thank you. So once Thank he's you. back in, okay. I'll uh, say that. Hiya, what did I miss? Uh, so I haven't had my turn yet. Literally, literally, I wasn't frozen. I was just waiting for you to talk. <laughs> Fucking, I heard all of that. I'm in chips. Fuck off. Not <laughs> I wasn't frozen. I was just listening to you talk. Listening to you stitch me up. Not bad. <laughs> you get minus a point for that, surely, for cheating. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah so I, sorry, um, I, was, I was beer pressured into that one, um, John. So, yeah. Right. Uh, okay, well... I haven't had my turn on it, so I, I was going to say that... Um... You have had your turn. You cheated. <laughs> no, no. I'll take, my, I'll, take, I'll take my minus points for cheating, but I also get an attempt at making my own joke from it. No, because no, because now you might get a point for saying something funny. That doesn't... No, I'm not having that. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Can't cheat. Uh, I don't, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so due, due to um, computer issues, we'll have to say that, that round three was null and void. The answer was no, Ammon Chips. How? How? I said an answer. Oh, no, and he oh, cheated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, there was no John, computer yeah. issue. He oh. just thought I'd frozen. I hadn't. I was just listening to him talk. <laughs> so I don't get a point for Katie Price. Yeah, no, that was good. Yeah, okay, okay. Right. Oh, he's a hard taskmaster, isn't he? This John. I am, yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half. Cheating. Two and a half to half to one and a half. Yeah. John, Two and a half. John right. and... good. Okay. okay, gentlemen. Right now, so after Jordan, I visited Burma. Who was the only person from my family who met me there? John, is you... uh, Sam, is it your turn to go first? I believe so. Well, they're famous for their snakes, so it must have been a member of uh, Monty Python. Oh, very good. Not that I'm related to any, but nice punch. <laughs> <laughs> No, but there's plenty of things faulty about you. <laughs> was it just, uh, was think... it me and my ma? Me and ma. Oh. Um, well, funny you should say that, John. The only person from my family who met me in Burma was my mother. Yes, John, it was Myanmar that went there. Well done, Yay. a full point. I like that joke <laughs> in the fact that at first you have to worry that people are going to heckle you for being a racist, calling it Burma. <laughs> but really, you understand it's Myanmar and the British don't rule it anymore. So you can win with a pun and the moral high ground. Well done, John. That's good. Now, the last part of my trip, I visited Europe. 
First of all, I went to, um, I don't know if I told you lads, but I used to be a um, fly fisherman. So I did, a, I did a speech in France because they wanted me to poisson on my knowledge. But after that, <laughs> can you tell me in what country in Europe did I get sick in? So sick that I had to cancel the trip and return to Japan. Is it me first? Yeah, I believe it's you oh, first, right. John. Um, did you eat some dodgy Brussels? <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking as you said that. That was really good. That was really good. That's a half a point. Um, but no, you're wrong. You're wrong, <laughs> but that's funny. Actually, again, that's better than the actual answer, which is a bit annoying. <laughs> <laughs> So, so perhaps he, he should get a full point then. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be boosting but my Sam, rhyme. But Brussels isn't actually a country, so he doesn't get the full point. Ah, uh, in fact, isn't that shouldn't that be minus points then? <laughs> if just completely getting the answer wrong. <laughs> no, I'll give him a half. Sam, have you got an answer to beat that? I mean, um, to be fair, you're well down, mate. It doesn't actually matter in who's won the quiz, but just for your own pride... <laughs> Well, there's no, there's no way I'm going to lose Whee! this contest. <laughs> and I'm going to say the, the European country in which you became sick was <laughs> the... Oh, couple of... Five. Because you got, some, you got some really bad and dodgy food from... Owned land. <laughs> <laughs> Alas, no. I'll be nice and give you a half for that. However, thanks. I, yeah. No, no. Um, I actually got ill in Ireland. My temperature was doubling every day, so I had to return to Japan. Hey. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. You're right. You're right. John's was better. <laughs> I know, and I'll be using it next time. So, gentlemen, thank you for um, for that um, geography quiz of my tour around the world, and I can I can reveal the final answers. In second place is Sam with two points, but the outright winner before he was doubling Sam's score is John. Can't believe you tried to cheat. John and Japan. One is funny, one is funny looking Jonathan in Japan. One of them is funny, one is funny looking. Which is which you decide. Johnny McBee and Sammy O.T. Two Brits took a shit over a cup of tea Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet please With someone else cooking in the kitchen Could someone answer the burning question? Alright, and now it's time for this episode's burning question Which was, how are you using your extra time at home During the coronavirus lockdown? So Sam, who's been in touch? Uh, yeah, we had a f- couple of people get in touch on Facebook. Uh, Kelly Zemnickers, a uh, very funny comedian, she got in touch. Uh, she says uh, she is revamping her baking show on YouTube uh, to now be a socially distant show. So she's baking with guests over Skype. Uh, she didn't say the name of her show, so I can't even give her a plug. But if you type in Kelly Zemnickers baking, it might come up. <laughs> give it a look. <laughs> uh, good luck trying to spell that surname. Uh, 
<laughs> <laughs> Uh, also on Facebook, Jamie Key got in touch. Uh, and this is one that really kind of uh, resonated with me. He said recently he's been really researching how to divorce children. <laughs> <laughs> I think he built a bar in his back garden in Australia. So he's living the dream. How about, uh, how about on Twitter? Anyone get in touch? So Twitter... Uh... Comedian and actor Bob Worley said he's downloaded Animal Crossing, so I'm catching virtual fish and selling them a lot. Cat is singing badly, said she's spending all her time on the verge of panicking, which, uh, <laughs> if you watch the mainstream news, that's what's going to happen to you. Uh, Drunk Guys Book Club podcast said drinking and reading. Well, if it's a drunk drinking guys podcast, you'd hope they were doing a little bit of uh, drinking. <laughs> Yeah, Drunk Guys Book Club podcast, drinking and uh, reading. Uh, I think that uh, it's fair to say John has been doing one of those two things fairly heavily. No, I've got, well, I'll tell you what, I've got, uh, I've started doing three things. So I'll tell you what, I'll tell you four things. So one of these I haven't started doing. So during the lockdown, I have started to learn how to play the guitar. I've started jogging, cycling 10k every day, apart from days when i'm hammered uh i've written or i'm i'm in the process of writing a novel and uh i'm in the process of doing oil painting so one of those is not true uh the other three are true uh just uh edgar is still with us so uh edgar what do you reckon which one of those i would say the one that's definitely not true is the i was going to say writing a novel because i thought absolutely no way because i know that he'd rather do non-fiction than fiction but the oil painting i'm hearing that i would say there's no way that a, a good old northern lad would spend his time at home painting with oil <laughs> I, I i feel like the the cycling and jogging one is definitely true because he said except i've got a hangover which means he's yeah. basically not doing it so <laughs> we, we can put that in the 100 percent for sure category i think the oil painting one is so off the wall that it's probably actually true so i know he wants to learn the guitar but i'm gonna go guitar is not true no so uh I bought myself, being left-handed, I bought myself a left-handed guitar. So I have, I've been trying to learn the guitar. Um, me and Emma, as part of her homeschooling, were writing a novel together oh. so to to keep her entertained, um, which is quite hard, really, because, you know, we started it, we came up with a good premise, but then every now and again, her suggestions are just shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, for like, <laughs> the, you know, the main character, then all of a sudden it's like this main character who's a young girl, and then she'll be going... Ah, oh, what about if she could just turn into a mermaid? And I have to kind of slightly talk her away from that idea because it would just be nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Oil painting. When I said that, I completely forgot. I have actually started painting a cardboard box, which Emma's turned into a house, but it's not oil painting and I've not really been oh, trying very hard. Got, got us on a technicality. Edgar Frank wins the point. <laughs> Lovely jubbly. Making Sam losing twice in the same episode, Sam. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, we'll we'll see we'll see how that pans out in the edit, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how about for you two then? What I've been doing, what I've perceived to be doing, are slightly different. I mean, I've been using the time to hope. I was thinking to you know get get close with my wife. We're both both in education. My son's here as well, and he's you know he, he's obviously at school. So I thought 
being together all day and I'd, I'd start being nice and cooking and cleaning. <laughs> and, uh, start yeah. being nice. <laughs> so I thought that was going really well until when I, when I saw my wife for the first time this morning, she didn't look very happy. So I asked her, what's up? And, and, and she just said, well, I'm getting annoyed with seeing your face every day because we've been basically sat in the same house for the last week and a half. So um, I don't know why she thinks that, but that's, that's, that, that's how it's going for me. Yeah, I think there's probably quite a few people around the globe who are in a fairly similar situation. <laughs> I thought I loved you, but actually, <laughs> I've spent my time, um, my wife, She um, she's given me a list of jobs to do. I mean, I'm still working. I mentioned earlier uh, that I'm doing a lot of online teaching. But when I'm off, I do have this list of things to be done. And one of the ones was to do the weeding. And then I went outside today to do the weeding. And when I went out there, the neighbour came out and we kept our social distance. But instead of doing the weeding, I had a chat with him for like an hour and then went back (laughs) in. And I seriously think that in that whole time, I managed to pull out like four weeds. (laughs) She said to me, as I returned to the house, she said, I saw you talking to him. I was like, well, what can I do? You know, it was was a... There was nothing that I could have done differently. But I would just like to take this opportunity to send out sincere thanks to uh, my next-door neighbour, (laughs) Nagata-san. So do you think your missus thought it was a bit of a weed conversation killer? So that's all for today's show. Uh, just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who's involved. A special thanks to Edgar Frank uh, for his game and for his participation in the burning question. And thanks to you, uh, the most beautiful, lovely, wonderful listeners. Yep, stay safe. So um, next episode's burning question is, what is something that you pretend or claim to have done that you just haven't? Uh, I was doing this because somebody was telling me about this book it was a pub quiz and somebody was on about the book that they've read and it became quite apparent that they did not actually read the book. So, And then they admitted Excellent. it that, yeah, I just tell people I've read it, but I've never actually read it. <laughs> Something that you claim to have done that you haven't. Anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. Catch, Catch you later. later. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can find about 
We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on. John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.